0: Hello and welcome to A Happy Mind Podcast. My name is Sam and I'm an anxiety and mindset coach for women all over the world. This podcast is here to give you strategies, support and empowerment to take you away from anxiety, fear and insecurity and ready to thrive in your life just as you truly deserve. I want to become your motivator, your friend, your support and your coach. And this podcast is my virtual way to do that with you. Subscribe, review and enjoy this podcast because it really is my gift to you. Here is to your happy mind. So... The first thing I want to share with you really is some vocabulary that you might be talking to yourself using, and you might use this vocabulary without even realising at the detriment and it, that it can have for you. So when we tend to take some time out from work, and you might be the sort of person, and I know I've been in this boat too, that finds it really, really hard if you know that you've got something big happening, something um, is going on at work that is a long project, it's hard to switch off from that. So I want to first and foremost talk about the language that you're using and the language that you use with yourself. And hopefully when you are then on your holidays, even if it's just for a weekend, you can start to detach from these emotions and the guilt that you might have around not being at work. So the first thing that you need to think about is When you are having these conversations with yourself around work and how work makes you feel, are you using words like should? So, we're focused so much on the expectation and the perception that other people might have of us. So, I should be doing this right now. I should reply to that email. I really should just give them a call. I should just write this memo for tomorrow. I should just answer this text, whatever it might be. I should just do some practice on my speech. I should just do some revision for this end of unit exam that I'm taking within my corporate industry, whatever it might be, but I should, I should, I should, I should. This word is very, very emotionally loaded, especially when it comes from a work perspective. So when we use the word should, we are telling ourselves that there is another way that we should be behaving apart from the way that makes us truly happy. And that could be down to false assumption, perception, and high expectations that we don't set ourselves, but other people set for us. So when you say, for example, if you're on the weekend and you get any bus route, I should just really, really reply to that. You need to switch the word should with the word want. When you are not at work, and this is really, really important, when you are not at work and you are on holiday and you have decided to take time out, whether that is with your loved ones, your family, your relatives, your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, your friends, whoever that might be, or on your own, you've decided to take that time away. If it's your weekend or your holidays, we need to then realize that when we are not in the workplace, we are allowed and should very much be give ourselves, what's the word I'm looking for, reward ourselves with time away from what we have been doing and focusing on. So using the word want will allow you to see things differently. So you get a text on your phone and it's an email. I should really reply to that. Change it to, I want to reply to that. If you don't want to reply, then don't. Do not reply. If you are saying to yourself, I should really just spend 10 more minutes on this presentation. If you change that with, I want to spend 10 more minutes on the presentation. And if you don't, then don't. You have to start with the language. And this is the really, really first and foremost thing I would get you to think about. What language are you using with yourself? If you are using the word should too frequently, change it to want. Because when you are... At work, that is your time when you need to have your mental capacity focused on what you're doing. When you are not at work, you need to make sure that you have different aspects and avenues to your life, and your mindset and your well being need that too. So, if you are a wife, a daughter, a mother, a friend, an auntie, you need to make sure that you are able to put that hat on and allow your mindset the time to really reach the full potential in those aspects of your life and in those jobs too, because otherwise, everything falls short and you end up feeling like you you're not doing any job properly, and you're spreading yourself too thin, you feel stressed, guilty, you feel resentful of whatever it is that's taking you away from where you want to be. And that isn't what we want. So the first thing I would ask you to think about is the language that you're using. And just start focusing on how it makes you feel. If you are going into something already feeling very heavy hearted and I should do that, I should do that. And it's making you just feel really lethargic and you don't want to change the word to want and see how it makes you feel. And the next thing that I want to talk to you about. So that's language. The next thing I want to talk to you about is mindful things. If you are on holiday, how to switch off. And I know how difficult this can be. Of course, it's really, really hard to switch your mind off from something that you do a lot of the time. 80% of the time we are at work. And then we have this 20% of time when we're not. It's really, really hard to balance those out and allow ourselves the time away from this 80% that has such a big fuel in our minds and in our thoughts and everything that runs around on a daily basis. So three questions that you need to ask yourself, three questions you need to ask yourself. And you will want to write these down. And you might want to take a note of these in your notepad, in your phone, in your journal, if you have one, so that you can really start to resonate with these questions and reflect on them and actually start to ingrain them in your thinking. Because the more you have the thoughts around these questions and you're able to answer them for yourself, the less likely you are to be overcome with the overwhelm of, I've got to do 10 million things, but I'm on holiday. And you feel like you're the only person that can do it. No one will do it as well as you can. If you don't do it, it will be worse when you get home. You'll have a pile of emails when you get home, etc., etc. So number one, Are you ready for these? These three questions. Number one, if I'm not there, who can do the job as well as me? If I'm not there, who can do the job as well as me? That's the first question. If you are self-employed or you are the only person that does your job and you're saying, Sam, I'm the only person that can do it. No one can do my job. It's really, really complicated. I hear this all the time. This is what you need to do. If you are the other side and you say, oh, Sam can do it. Okay, fine. Let Sam do it. Let Sam do it. That's the end of it. Because if Sam was on holiday, you'd have to do it. So while you're on holiday, Sam has to do it. So that's if if you do have somebody that can do the job while you are not there, let them do that job. If it's the other side. So no one can do your job because you're self-employed or you're a one-man band. There's no one else on your team. You do a really niche job. You've got a niche skill set wherever you are. If that is you, this is what you need to think about. You know you're going on holiday. You know you're going away because you've booked it and you know it's happening. So for the month leading up to your holiday... You need to best prepare yourself for taking that time off. You need to start letting your clients know. You need to remind your colleagues. You need to make sure that you have a timeline and a countdown for any customers or potential clients that come your way so that you can answer, reply, get together, network, whatever it is, but that you are setting aside the time to say, I am actually away from September the 1st to the 14th. You need to let people know in advance. You need to do the prep work for when you are away. You have booked this holiday because you are entitled to it. You have booked this holiday because you want it. You have booked this holiday because you deserve it. So do not then be your own worst enemy and not prepare yourself so that you can enjoy that holiday fully. Because if we are in that mindset, you will never, ever be able to have that time away and shut down. You need that. So this, if you are saying to yourself, I'm the only person that can do it, no one else can do it as well as me. Right. Okay. So for the month leading up to the holiday, put this t- time in your phone, in your calendar, in your work journal, whatever it is, so. that you can actually start to plot out, okay, so I'm going away in 27 days. I need to start letting people know. I need to put in the groundwork. I need to make sure that I set my out-of-office hours the day before I leave. I need to make sure I let people know. If you give people warning, when you are not there, they will not be surprised. If you give people warning, when you do not give them the answers that they need straight away and there is a delay, they will not be surprised. And you will also not feel guilty for being away. Because remember, okay, and this is the sub point to this. You need to very much become proactive and not reactive with this situation. You know you're going away, so become proactive. You can start to block out your time. You can start to chunk your time. You can start to let people know. You can start to communicate the time that you are away. You can start forward planning for when you get back. You can start to do things in advance, plan for when you arrive home so that you don't have a buildup of admin. You can make sure that you do all of these things rather than be on holiday and you get an email and you think, oh my gosh, I didn't do this and the other. And then you become very reactive and you're on the back foot. So question one, who can do the job when you are not there? If there is someone, let them do it. Because if they were on holiday, you would be doing the job. So let them do it whilst you are away. If you are the only person, then think about what I've just said to you. Become proactive, not reactive. Set aside the time way in advance before you go away so that everyone knows you've communicated what's happening. They know the expectation. You know the expectation. I'm away. I will reply to your email after the 14th of September. You need a quote. I'll do it after the 14th of September. You need to have a meeting. I'll do it on the 15th when I'm back. You start putting down the foundation so that people know, and the expectation is set for you and for them, it it takes away the guilt, it takes away the worry, and it also takes away the resentment from your job while you're away or while you're away, your job, whichever way around it is. So that's the first question for you. The second question, if you don't answer now or do whatever it is you need to do now, what's the worst that could happen? And this question might sound, you know, oh, very cliche, what's the worst that could happen, but hear me out. If you've got an email and it's about a meeting that's happening on the 22nd of September and you get it on the first day of your holiday, if you do not reply, what is the worst that can happen? You come back on the 14th. The meeting is not till the 22nd. Someone else in the office or, so, or they will have got you out of hours. They will already know you're away because you will have prepped them and told them. So what's the worst that could happen? They have to wait, but they know you're away. So they know that you are on holiday. They know you're taking time out with your family, your loved ones or yourself to have a break from work they know that because you've already told them in in question 1 you've already been proactive what's the worst that could happen what is the worst that could happen and you really need to sit and think about that because a lot of the time when we have this in our head we catastrophize before anything's actually gone wrong or anything's happened. So you might say the worst that could happen is, oh my gosh, you know, I'm never going to get to work with these people again. They're going to think that I'm really badly organized and I'm not productive and I don't have good communication skills, whatever it might be. Is that true? No. What is the worst that could happen? They already know you're on holiday because you've been proactive. They already know that you're away because you've communicated that and you've set that expectation. So the worst that could happen in that scenario is they have to wait. What's the worst thing for you that could happen though if you then spend your whole time on your phone? You miss your holiday, you miss your time away, you don't feel relaxed, you don't get to unwind and you don't get to have quality time. Balance the two of those out. Which worst case scenario is easier to live with That's what you need to be thinking about. If the worst case scenario is someone at work needs to wait for a reply or you spend two hours on your phone and you miss out on some holiday time, your loved ones go to the boat trip without you and you stay at the hotel, then you feel really upset that you didn't go and gutted that you just chose work. Then you're in that cycle again what is the which one is worse the second because it's your holiday so ask yourself that and start to think about balancing that out what is the worst that could happen if you do not do whatever it is that needs doing right now and you take the time out for your holiday and actually really really actually pinpoint that pinpoint that worst case scenario allow it to go through your mind and think actually the worst case scenario is for me isn't worth me not having this time with my family my loved ones myself So that's the second question. The third question, can you do it later? Simple as that, can you do it later? So for me, obviously social media and having an online presence, writing for magazines, having my podcast, public speaking, writing my book, launching that, all my one-to-one clients, my Facebook community, my Instagram, all of these things, emails, my website, Pinterest, a lot of this is associated with being online. And then I have my one-to-one clients and all of their calls are done over the internet. So for me, when I'm away, I do have to work sometimes. However, this is what I ask myself now, and this is why I'm asking you to do it because you can prioritize. So for me, I would now spend half an hour in the morning when we first wake up on my phone doing what I need to do and half an hour before bed. So my husband's already relaxing and unwinding and, or in the shower, getting ready for the day, whichever way around it is. And I'm just spending half an hour in the morning, half an hour in the evening. So if you do need to do it, can it wait till later? Can you pencil in a time every day where you do check your emails, check your conference calls, check your, check your inbox messages, whatever it might be that you can allocate and say, I am 100% going to be fully present for this holiday. I just need half an hour in the morning to get myself together and regroup. That way, you elevate the worry of what's happening. You don't then spend the day wondering what's going on without you and becoming very, very overwhelmed that you're missing things. It means you don't come back to a really large email list, whatever it might be. So pencil in that time. If you need it, can you do it later? So make sure that everyone knows it's the same thing with expectations with your family, your loved ones, or yourself. If you know you're going to spend 10 hours out in the down, a boat trip, a safari, whatever it is, snorkeling, sunbathing, reading... Going for lunch, whatever. If you then know at nine o'clock PM until nine thirty, and then you have your downtime, you're going to be on your phone. Can it wait? Till, can this wait till later? While I'm on the boat? Yes, it can. I'll do it tonight. So make sure that you have some sort of routine that gives you that structure and comfort that you might need, and you might need to revert back to even though you are on holiday. Now that gives the three questions, and through there you have had a few tips as well. But I want to give you some ways that you can mindfully unwind. Away from work, at the weekend, or on holiday. And this is really important, and you can do this instantaneously. Your mind is a muscle, and the longer you spend focusing on a certain aspect, whether it be your job, corporate meetings, events, clients, emails, that part of your brain is growing and strengthening. But what about the part of your brain that is for your emotions, your well being, your exercise? your relaxation, your family, your loved ones, your emotions, your empathy, your sympathy, physical contact, genuine connections, all of those things. So you have to make sure that you are balancing and creating that all-round exercise for your brain that feeds you in all directions, not just very one-sided because that is when work will become your sole focus and it will be really, really hard to shut that down because the muscle will be too strong on that side of your brain and your thoughts. So the first thing that you can do to just very simply, and you can even do this at the end of the day, At lunchtime, on your way to work, whatever it might be, breathing is the most powerful way to interrupt a thought, a worry, or an emotion. Breathing is the most powerful way to interrupt a thought, an emotion. So all you need to do, whenever you are, wherever you go, whatever you're doing, you take five breaths, five seconds in, hold for five, and five seconds out. But what I really want you to focus on is the motion that it makes you feel in your body. So you breathe in through your nose and as powerfully as possible out through your mouth. And you let go of all of the tension, all of the worry, all of the stress. Just push it out as loud as you can. Okay, so we'll do a few together to demonstrate. And you can take this with you wherever you go. You can already feel the, in your body. So you fill up. Feel your whole body releasing, emptying, relaxing. Just, you will feel that motion in yourself and you just do that five times. It's as simple as that. That's the first instantaneous thing you can do to interrupt a thought, a worry, an emotion that is going around in your head and causing you to have stress, overwhelm, and just overthinking wherever you are. Breathing. So you do five, hold, five out as powerfully as possible. Really focus on that for yourself. It's just, it's such a good way to feed your brain what it needs. Your brain needs oxygen. Your brain needs oxygen. Breathing and taking time to breathe is so powerful and priceless and your brain will reward you for that. So breathe, take the time, every morning, every night, on holiday, five, hold, five. Simple as that, breathing. So that is a very quick, mindful way that you can slow down, interrupt a negative thought or emotion and detach, take the time out that you need. The next thing, I would like you to write a love list to yourself. So you need to write down 10 things that if you never worried about work on a holiday or you were on holiday and you couldn't have your phone and there was no internet and everything, it was just amazing, 10 things you would love to do, 10 things you would love to do. And it could be eat at an amazing restaurant. It could be go and do yoga on the beach. It could be going on a moonlight walk along the sand. It could be just snorkeling. It could be going to watch dolphins, whatever it might be. It could just be sunbathing and reading a whole book in a day, whatever. 10 things on your love list that needs to become your work. If you are goal-orientated, very, very driven, work has a lot of push and motivation, encouragement in your life, and it has a lot of heaviness behind it, you know, let's go, 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 and you are driven that way, and you really enjoy that, this is a way to try and turn that on its head and use it for a positive whilst you're away. So you make this love list your goals. These 10 things on your list become your goals. They become what you're trying to focus on. Okay. So you think to yourself, can I achieve these during my holiday? Can I do them? It might be an amazing restaurant that you want to eat at. Okay. It could be whatever cooking new meal. I'm just coming up with answers now. I love this. All these holiday thoughts makes me want to go away like now. So you have this love list. You need to make that your focus. So you make that your focus for your holiday and ticking off those 10 things from your love list. So it's now not about work, answering emails, doing whatever can wait. It's about doing the things that when you leave that holiday, if you haven't done, you can't do them because you're not on holiday anymore. You can always answer the email. You can always rebook a client. You can always go to that meeting when you go back to work. But remember, 80% of the time you're at work, 20% of the time you're on holiday. When that 20% ends, you're back to the 80. So if you've got this love list, allow that to be your priority. That should be your focus. That 20% is so crucial. And if you spend that 20% doing this 80%, it's going to become engulfed. You will have no time left and the holiday will end. It will be over. There will be no more holiday. So 20% of your time is not at work. I mean, obviously these ratios are just completely generalized, but roughly, you know, we spend five out of seven days at work. You might do shift work. You might work every evening. You might work weekends, whatever it might be. You need to make sure when you're not at work, you have a new priority list, not your emails, not your clients, you, your family, your loved ones, your quality time. So create a love list and allow that to be your focal point and your focus whilst you are on holiday. So you've got the breathing, you've got the love list. Now, the final thing that you need to do to allow your mind to really feel like you can detach. And this is really, really important because so much of the time, and like I said, our brain is a muscle and we do spend a lot of time developing that you know through work and the skills that we learn at work and everything we need and we end up on autopilot and it's really really hard then to engage our brain in a new way and the really key thing about this is that as soon as you become aware it's really hard to shut off and awareness is key awareness has such a big pull on your development and your self-development your learning discovery growth in your mindset and actually your well-being Whilst you are away and you are having time off from work, you need to focus on other things that enrich your life and empower your mind and really, really give you a new way of seeing things, change your perspective, change your expectations, change your feelings and give you a new emotional dynamic that a lot of the time when we're at work, we just go on autopilot and it's really, really hard to do that. It's really hard to distract and divert ourselves from work and that way of being and that persona. And I know definitely from being a teacher, my persona as a teacher is very different to my persona at home. And as a wife, as a friend, as a sister, as an auntie, my persona is very different. And obviously now being an entrepreneur, working for myself, having to be very, very self-driven and motivated, being online and being seen so often and being so visual, verbal, you know, all of these things, having that passion and being able to empower women all over the world, writing, speaking, all of these things, that persona is also very different to when I just want time on my own in the bath. And you have to honor that. You have to honor your own persona, your own inner self. You need to spend time honoring you. Yourself, because your mind needs that, your well-being needs that, and ultimately your job needs that. The happier you are in yourself, the better performance and outcomes you will have at work, and the more success you will feel, and the more benefit it will have on your relationships, your confidence, your self-worth, your communication, all of these things. So this next one is really important for that. Really important for allowing you to set yourself up for success, not set yourself up for also pilot. Because we can so often just go through the through the mill, you know, go on the hamster wheel, never get off. Then we Get off the holiday completely kaput and then we are just straight back to it. So this final tip is all about awareness. It's all about engaging your brain in another way that is enriching, but also very, very aligned with who you are as a person. And we can all benefit from that. So every single day when you wake up on holiday or when you're not at work, at the weekends, whenever it might be, set yourself an intention for your day. Set yourself an intention for your day. So It could be, and I'll give you mine. So it's Sunday today, and it's, as I said, 34 degrees. I've had a really busy weekend. I've got client calls all afternoon. I have been on the phone to my publicist. You know, all of these things have been going on. I did a Facebook Live this morning, you know, busy, busy, busy. However, my intention for today was to be able to have two hours sunbathing in the garden, to film this tutorial for all of you, and to finish off my book. They are my three intentions. The reason these are important is because they are not focused around my work. They are focused around the things I want to do today, the things I want to do that will enrich my life, empower me and uplift my mood. So when I woke up, I did my life. So I did my work. I did my, you know, my life, connected with my audience. I then sunbathed for two hours and relaxed and that's what I wanted to do, and I loved it, and it made me feel so calm. I love the sunshine. I'm obsessed with yellow, as you can see. I love the sun. I then decided to have a shower and have something to eat and relax with my husband. Then I decided to film this tutorial because I wanted to, and then I will read. So there's no rush. There's still 24 hours in the day. It's not like I had to wake up two hours, film, read, Bosh, on to the next thing. No. Once you've set your intentions, you are aware of what you want to achieve. And remember, the awareness is key. Once you've set the intentions, you can spend the day enjoying the day and enjoy knowing that you are doing the things you want to be doing. So if on your holiday, your intention is, I want to read five pages of my book. I want to do 10 lengths in a swimming pool. And I want to go for an hour-long walk along the beach to listen to a podcast. Great. That doesn't mean that you have to get up and do all three of those things within the first two hours and then sit on your phone on the internet. No. So allow yourself the time to set intentions, become aware of what you really want to enrich and uplift your mood. When you are on holiday, your brain and you need to be fed with goodness, uplifting, empowering, comforting, supporting, positive environments, love, thoughts, emotions. So whatever your intentions are, set them in the morning, Become aware of what they are and allow yourself to flow into them. If they are helping your persona and they are going to help you as an individual and allow you to relax and take in the goodness that you're trying to provide yourself with, that will benefit you tenfold. So I know I've given you so much information here and on so many different levels. And I really wanted to try and make sure that you've got enough information that you can work through. So you've got three questioning prompts for your journal. That was the first element. You then have three practical tips that you can use. One is breathing. One is your intentions for the day. And, the, and, and also with the intentions for the day, make sure that they are relevant for each day. So make sure they are relevant for each day. So you don't want to have the same intention every day because each day will be different and you don't want it to turn into autopilot. Okay, you don't want it to turn into autopilot and that's really, really important. You don't do that. So make sure that you have... you something that you can write all of this down in, something that you can use to detach yourself from work and allow yourself that time. And you've got the prompts that you can use and you can journal about, you can reflect on, you can think about, you can also use inside your head. So if you do think, oh, I should do this, I should do that, think about the language that you're using. Then you've got the questions to prompt and guide you. So throughout this tutorial, hopefully you've had enough to get you started and get you thinking about where you really want to be when you are away from work and during your holidays. The holidays don't last forever. The job, the job that you are going to, the work that you are doing is going to be there at the end of the holiday, but the holiday will have ended. So make sure whilst you are on holiday, you are spending that little slice of time doing things to enrich your mind, make you feel happier, make you feel like you are going back to work refreshed and revitalized not resentful that the job has stopped you having a nice holiday because then you've got to wait until the next holiday and then you end up wishing the time away and counting down the days and you don't want to do that either you want to be able to enjoy every single day for what it has to offer and become mindful and aware of what you are doing with your mind and your thoughts and your emotions and that won't happen if you live the whole thing on autopilot so i really really hope this has given you some things to think about some really fundamental, simple strategies that you can take away today and use literally when you go on holiday. You can even with this love list, think about what you do before you go on holiday. So as well as being proactive about your clients and communicating the fact you're going away, what love list can you do before you even get away? Could it be doing your nails, your hair, cleaning your house, packing, buying new bikinis, buying a new book, whatever it might be? Think about your self-development. Your self-development depends on you. And the decisions you make now will affect your future self. So you have to make sure that you are being really, really aware of the decisions you are making now because they will have a knock-on effect on your future you, on your happiness Your relationships, your confidence, your mindset, your well-being. So make decisions now that set you up for your holidays to be successful, relaxing and positive. That's what we want. So, I really hope this has given you some strategies. If you do want to continue to connect with me, of course you can. Everything is a happy mind. My podcast is a happy mind. My website is a happy mind at UK. My Instagram is a happy mind. My Facebook group is a happy mind. My book is going to be out very soon. So, if you do want to get your hands on that book for half price for 24 hours, then just make sure that you send me your email address and I will add you to the mailing list because an exclusive email is going out with the front cover as well to anyone on that list. So, there 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 are so many ways that you can continue to grow your happy mind outside of your holidays and in your everyday life. And I'm really looking forward to sharing those with you. So enjoy your holidays. I'd love to see pictures, actually, of your holidays. So wherever you go, if you listen to this and you take this forward and you use these tips and strategies, I'd love to see a picture of you on your holiday and tag me in it. Whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, I would absolutely love that. Or send me an email at outlook.com so that I can really connect with you and know that you are having an amazing holiday and you are doing exactly what your mind and body needs. So have an amazing time. I'm really honoured and privileged to have been able to share this time with you and I'm so glad I could be of service. I will speak to you very soon. Bye.